The following paid program on this station is pre-recorded. The information in this program is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness or disease or injury. Consult a qualified health practitioner for answers to your personal medical questions. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Are you or your loved one in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Don't give up hope. Dr. Yardley has had success with thousands of patients who previously tried all kinds of different procedures, but to no avail. Patients come from around the world to right here in the Northwest to get treatment from Dr. Yardley. So listen and learn about his unique and natural methods and the possibilities for you. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. We're back. I'm here with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. We sometimes talk about movies and stuff. Have you seen The Martian yet with Matt Damon? Yes, I have. I enjoyed it a lot. It was really a really good movie, I thought. You know, in a different context, almost a retake of The Castaway by Tom Hanks. That's right. That's right, because he was cast away on the island, and except he had no technology. He no had technology. To make it was a different time, you yeah. know, but it was, it was fun to watch. Well, you know, it's interesting because the success of the space shuttle, you know, the Spars Explorer, even landing on the moon, you know, they're an interface of many moving parts. But two things that are indispensable, a fully functioning control system yep. and effective communication systems. I mean, it can't, it can't survive without those. You know, yeah, one, one leads to the other. You have to have both. Exactly. You know, and as true it is, as it is of our space program, it's even more true of your body and my body. You know, I recently heard an astronaut, and he was quoted as saying, you know, the technology that we use to get a man on the moon Mm -hmm. is a drop in the bucket compared to the technology we have in our iPhones. And that's just one iPhone. Just one iPhone. Yes, it's amazing. Now, if you take the difference between the technology levels of the iPhone Mm -hmm. and the technology level of putting a man on the moon, there's a big difference there. Sure. Multiply it by 482 thousand times and now you may be getting close to the technology that the human brain and nervous system has okay now that's astonishing isn't it amazing and and you know what's even more amazing is that science knows uh has estimated that we know about one tenth of one percent of all there is to know about the human body wow so yeah we've got a lot to learn but you know like all technologies it's susceptible to a thing called bugs right and one of those bugs is a compromise in the brain-body connection. Sure. So the question then is, that I get asked a lot, is what, what causes a compromise in that brain-body connection? And, and I've categorized it into three different levels. Okay, number one. Physical. Go bungee jumping. Yeah. Road breaks. Land on your head. Yeah. If you survive, I guarantee you will have a compromise in your brain-body connection. <laughs> now, as unlikely as that might be, and I don't, you know, I don't think it's that unlikely, but, you know, people go to Disneyland. I Disney just went. World. There yes. you go. And you hopped in those long lines to hop on the rides, correct? Right. Yeah. And, and what you may or may not have read, being the astute person you are. Oh, I read it. Yeah. A sign that says, if you've got a neck or back problem, don't go on the ride. Correct. Do you think that's dissuaded any of my patients ever? I'm guessing not no, so much. Not at nah. all. Not at all. You know, the only thing that's missing, it didn't stop me either, by the way. <laughs> and at the end of the ride, the only thing that's missing is a sign that says, if you didn't have a neck or back problem, now you, you do. do. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for you flying on yes. Star Tours. <laughs> well, the good news, the good news is you can come in and get that taken care of. Sure. Number two is mental. Oh, okay. I know you have no stress in your life. None. I am going to share with you that that's not true for the average person out there in the street. <laughs> I mean, let's say you go 
go driving down I-5. You've got a tractor trailer on both sides. Your shoulders wrap around your ears. Do you think you're not under stress? No. Oh, sure. I know I'm <laughs> under stress. Yeah, we are. We live in a society of stress. And what we don't realize is that, 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 that the stress can kick circuit breakers, the brain-body connection. It's a circuit breaker. It kicks out. It helps our body deal with the stress and creates problems for us further down the road. Sure. And then the third group, the smallest group, actually, is chemical stress. And we're exposed to chemical stress, the drugs that we take, smoking, alcohol, you know, pollution in our environment. Right. Too much of uh, vitamins can do it. You know, there was a group of um, explorers up in the Arctic Circle. Okay. And they got stranded. They couldn't get up to get them out. And so, you know, what more stark environment could you be- try and survive in? And so they survived as best they could, dying off one by one by one. Eventually they got up and they were able to uh, rescue a small uh, group of survivors mm-hmm. and the bodies of their comrades. And, and so they did autopsies, expecting, fully expecting that each one of them would have died of exposure. To their utter amazement, that was not what they found out. It wasn't? What did they die of? They found out that they died of a vitamin A overdose. Seriously? Yeah, it was the first time science realized you could get too much of a vitamin. And what had happened, what, is, what had killed them was the polar bear livers. The takeaway here, Frank, is okay. when you get stuck up there, you can eat the polar bear, but not the liver, you <laughs> see. So when we take a look at it, we find that the heart beats, if it's healthy, it's beating at 72 to 75 beats per minute. Right. That's so long as the brain is communicating with the heart in, in a manner that, that it's supposed to. You know, it's like talking to a friend on our phone, on our cell phone. On your cell phone? Yeah, and then suddenly a call gets dropped. Right. Now, your only hope of restoring that communication is to reestablish that lost connection. And the only way you're going to get the communication not only reconnected, but reach the goal that you want to reach is by reconnecting. Exactly. Exactly. Now, with our phones... We know immediately when we've lost that communication. Sure. But in the human body, it's so wonderful that that communication get compromised, and it could take decades for us to really realize the damage that's being done to our body because that communication is compromised. It, it makes good sense to me that we get the, those compromises measured, evaluated, and if necessary, corrected instead of waiting until the damage is done and then trying to dig ourselves out of that hole. That sounds like the mission of the Yardley Institute. Exactly. What we do is we detect the presence or absence of a compromise in the brain-body connection. Mm-hmm. We have the technology to do that. There are certain markers that will tell us if that's indeed going on. And if those markers aren't there, clearly it's not going on and that's good. And that not everyone that comes in has a compromise in the brain-body connection. We don't accept everyone for care, although we do help virtually everyone we do accept for care. So after you restore the brain and body connection, what happens? At that point, the body begins to function in a healthy manner. In fact, in my case, after the procedure with you, I find that uh, I'm walking straight again. I'm able to stand for long periods of time. I don't have the back pain I used to have. And that's what we mean when we say restoring health, improving lives naturally. Naturally. Exactly. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. On Cairo Radio. Are you in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.com. 
Yardley.org. It's Todd Herman here at the fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Brent is with me. Hey, Brent, was there a specific medical situation you're facing that sent you to the Yardley Institute? I was having severe uh, sciatic pains and problems with my neck. I know you're a contractor. Was it limiting you? Very much so. I mean, I play soccer, ski, snowboard, and I found myself unable to do most of these things. And I didn't want to do surgery. Tell me about your response upon the first gentle, non-invasive treatment. It just kind of felt like he was putting a slight amount of pressure on there, not a great deal. And then it was done. And, you know, it was less than 30 seconds, something like that. And the next day I was actually able to move and my left leg where my sciatic really originates started lessening and I was able to move it much more easily. What's different in your life and your work now that you've been through the treatments at the Art Institute? People have noticed my amount of energy is back. And I run up and down the stairs now. I can yeah. do that. I can, I can take two stairs at a time. And it's just amazing. What do you say to people who are sitting on the fence going, ah, I don't know if I want to go to the Art Institute? Don't wait. Do it now. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back. It's great to have you with the show. I've got Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., with me here today. Now, Dr. Yardley, we're going to talk to Sue, one of your patients, in just a second. She travels a long distance, up over 100 miles to get to you each she time. She clocked it, and she, uh, she's going to tell us about that, I think. But, yeah, comes from Anacortes. And uh, my understanding is she suffered from the same problem that you had as a teenager, yeah, yeah, put, as we grew, memory. yeah, as we grew up, we had similar issues, and we were both diagnosed with scoliosis. Her much worse than mine because she was actually put in a Milwaukee brace, and that's a, you know it's a miserable thing. I mean, most teenage girls will not wear it; they yeah, take sure. them off. Yeah, who, who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk to her. Her name is Sue. Sue, thank you for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Sue, let me start by asking you: Why did you decide to go see Doctor Yardley? Well, I've had a lifetime issues with my back. I have uh, was born with fairly severe scoliosis and wore braces and whatnot when I was a child, and that was back in the 60s. And uh, I was always told that I may have more troubles as I get older, and that, and that happened. <laughs> as I got into my 50s, I began to have problems. And right before I came in to see Dr. Yardley, for about a year before that, I was having pretty severe pain in my back, like uh, spasms that felt like Charlie Horse in my back. And this, in is, middle. and this was in your and, middle back, wasn't it, Sue? It was higher up. It wasn't in your low back. Right. It was higher up, like uh, between the two wing bones back there. Exactly. Kind of right yeah. in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. And it was pretty debilitating where if I was up and moving around, I would end up on the floor pretty much instantly. It was like a real strong Charlie horse that would hit really fast. Yeah, and you couldn't stand up straight for about half an hour after that, could you? Right, and it was getting worse. It it got to be where it was happening almost on a nightly basis, sometimes several times a night, Mm -hmm. and all it would take would be turning over in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, where at first, when it first started happening, it would be if I got up. Now, but you'd had and it for so about, went, a, about a year before you came to see us, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you were just yeah. kind of living with it, trying to put up with it, right? Yeah, I was. I was hoping it would just get better by itself. Mm-hmm. And it was getting worse, so I figured I had better do something about it. I had been listening to your radio program for quite a long time, mm-hmm. um, but I was also caring for one of my parents, 
who was uh, um, requiring round-the-clock care, and it wasn't so easy to get away. And after my mom passed away, that's when I finally came in. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, to go back to when you grew up, you had braces on, and you just kind of, you just slid right past that. But you had leg braces when you were really young, and then when you got older, you were put in a Milwaukee brace, which is a very sophisticated medical attempt at trying to treat scoliosis. It doesn't reduce the curve, but it is hoped that it will stop it getting worse. So, I mean, that's a big time. And, and, you know, I was a a scoliosis victim when I was a teenager, diagnosed when I was 14. So, uh, you know, you and I both experienced that same (laughs) thing together. Yeah. So, Sue, you finally went in to see Dr. Yardley. Tell us what happened. Well, um, I was a little bit nervous, a little bit skeptical, because it just seemed too good to be true, What everything that they said. When I got my first adjustment, I went to bed that night, and I didn't have any of those spasms, wow. which was amazing to me. And honestly, I have not had one since then. So that problem was stopped instantly as soon as I got my first adjustment. Amazing. Um yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing, and I was telling everybody mm-hmm. um, I couldn't believe it. And it, this is two, almost two years later because it was in March two years ago. Wow. And uh, I still haven't had another spasm in my back. Now, you work um, you know, work as a checkout uh, in like a grocery store, and so the mm-hmm. use of your hands is very important. I think you were having some right. issues with that right wrist and hand as well, were you not? Yes, I was. <laughs> that was getting worse and worse also, and I um, hadn't really gone to pursue any treatment for that either, uh, but that problem has also gone away. Now, you play the piano, don't you? Or at least you try to when your hand's working right. Yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> so that was a problem. You're having some numbness in the right arm when you first get up. Yes. Yeah, and so yes. that stuff is all gone now completely, is that it's right? It's all completely gone. Wow. Wow. It didn't go away as fast as the back spasm problem. Over a period of about a year, it got better and better, and it's gone now. That is great. Now, Sue, you told us that you were a little bit skeptical about going to see Dr. Yardley, that it might be too good to be true. So now that you've had the experience, what would you tell other people who are trying to make up their minds about whether or not they should go uh, to the Yardley Institute? I would tell them they have nothing to lose because um, it's it's a simple procedure that Dr. Yardley does. There's no pain or discomfort involved. It's quick. Um, the, the office is great. Everybody's friendly, makes you feel very comfortable, and definitely don't wait like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there right away. Exactly. And and you're not really close. You come to us from Anacortes, don't you? Yeah, and I and when I look on my um I, I measured it one day on my uh my mileage. Yeah, how far? And I go hundred and seven miles one way. But it's worth it, isn't it, Sue? It is. <laughs> I would do it again. <laughs> wow, Sue. That's quite the endorsement. Now, have you got anything else to add? I just really just really think that people should check it out if they're at all interested or they're having any kind of discomfort or maybe they've been somewhere and haven't gotten relief because it's really worth it and it's so easy. Well, Sue, I'm glad you came on and shared that with us. It's, uh, it's an inspiring story. Yeah. My life is much better. <laughs> Great. You take care, and thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Do you suffer from migraines, headaches, neck and back pain, sciatica, joint pain, or neuropathy? 
These are all health issues Dr. Yardley's patients have seen incredible improvements with. Hear from over 100 patients at YardleyInstitute.org. Hey, it's Todd Herman. I'm here with a fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Craig, you started going through the treatment. What was, when did you realize you'd seen improvements? For me, it was at the gym, walking around, realizing, wait a minute, uh, my joint pain's gone. Mine was when I would wake up in the morning. I was having back pain, and uh, I felt like it was going down into my buttocks area. Yeah. I was sleep different ways, hoping that it would fix it, but I would always wake up with a pain after the first one or two uh, sessions with him, I woke up without any pain, and it was such a relief to wake up refreshed without feeling that pain level that I would wake up with. I'm smiling as we're talking, Craig, because I, I remember sleeping in a whole bunch of different wild positions. Yeah. What's it meant for your overall quality of life? It's much different. I mean, I can get up in the morning and bend over and put my socks on, <laughs> which doesn't <laughs> seem like a big deal until you can do it again all of a sudden, you know? Right. I'm a little older and a little wiser, and I've put up with some pain in the past. And I would say, don't be like me and sit out there and hesitate and wait and wait. Just go get it done. I, I couldn't agree more. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back. Dr. Yardley is here with me. Or I might have a little fun with you, Lee, because we don't like to get too technical on the show here. But I know you want to talk about inflammation. I do. And so give us the 90-second, the the technical look at at inflammation. What is it? You know, Frank, I bet you don't know that the body is made up of 150 trillion cells. I had no idea. Every one of those cells is in the process of dying and being replaced. Okay, except in the brain. Uh, it is also in the brain, but at a slower rate. In fact, every seven years, every cell in the human body is replaced. All right. If you listen to Deepak Chopra, he talks more like a yearly cycle. But the thing about this is this. The process of these cells dying, that's degeneration, mm-hmm. and being replaced, regeneration, mm-hmm. offsets each other. And as long as they're equal or the regeneration is a little bit greater than the degeneration, everything's honky-dory. All right. However, if that degeneration gets faster and bigger than the regeneration, it creates a process called inflammation. And inflammation manifests itself in the body by laying down a calcium, which is given a dozen different names, depending upon where in the body it occurs. If it's in your eyes, it's cataracts. If it's on your teeth, it's tartar. If it's in your joints, it's arthritis. If it's in your blood vessels, it's plaque. If it's in your kidneys, it's kidney stones. All of that is calcium? Well, I know, because I I have kidney stones periodically, and I know that's That's calcium. I am very aware of the Yes. I don't like kidney stones. Exactly. Yeah. Calcium. So is that what inflammation is doing? It's laying down uh, to a large degree excess calcium? Well, it's one of the effects of inflammation. Remember that inflammation is a healing process. It's a natural healing process. It's supposed to occur. Mm -hmm. But when it's not controlled, then we start getting problems, and that's where we get dis-ease or disease. Okay, so now let's just, this is where we always step to one side and say, but you can't cure inflammation. In fact, if I understand what you do with the with the cranium and aligning it with the spine, yes, what you're really doing is allowing the body to to do its own thing to heal itself. Exactly, and inflammation is a natural part of that occurring. Right, it's those it, it's it's like reproducing cells, replacing cells is a natural process. But when it gets out of control, it's cancer. You see, right. inflammation under control is great. Out of control, now we start having problems. So by, re- by, by reestablishing the brain-body connection, it's returning control back to the body so it can do this in a healthy manner. 
Let's talk about some of those conditions um, that uh, you, you kind of rattled through them very quickly. Well, I did because it's really a process, not a condition or a disease, but we see it a lot. Um, a case comes to mind. Um, there was this uh, child that was brought in to see us, and he was about a year and a half, two years old, and he developed a condition of torticollis. Now, what is torticollis? Oh, torticollis is where you've got spasms going in the neck, causing the hand to, head to twist off to one side, wry neck. Okay. And the the uh, the poor frustrated parents had had taken him from one doctor to the other, and and the only solution they had to offer was to do surgery and cut the muscle in the neck. Really? Oh yes. I mean, the, so you had a a, a child, somebody that's not even two years old, was facing having a muscle cut in their neck, and that would be a lifelong change. I'm not sure exactly whether it was the entire muscle, part of the muscle. Sometimes they'll try and treat this by shooting it up with Botox to try and paralyze the muscles. Okay. None of these things are correcting causes, they're treating effects. And granted, in an emergency situation, you have to do that. Uh, this young child, though, had a compromised brain-body connection, and no one had found that prior to coming to the Institute. No one had seen that. So we, we uh, went about correcting that, reestablishing that communication system with the brain and the body, and lo and behold, suddenly the torticollis was no longer an issue. Really? The child pulled right back out of it. That's amazing. Now, this this doesn't happen 100% of the time with the procedure, does it? I mean, this kind of uh, impact? Well, you know, we don't have a lineup of people coming in, children with torticollis. But I, I have yet to see a case in my 34 years of practice that hasn't responded really well. So tell me about the other things you talked about, like uh, kidney stones, like we mentioned earlier, and some of those other conditions. How is it that that uh, your procedure has an impact on inflammation in those kinds of cases? Well, we do, we know this. What we do is not a cure for kidney stones. Right. But over the years, we've seen many, many, many people coming in reporting, because kidney stones tend to be repeating, as you probably yeah, know. Uh, yes, they are. You get it once, and your chemistry is set up, and they pretty much warn you at the hospital, you're going to get it again. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've got a compromised brain-body connection and you correct that, Frank, that's no longer necessarily true. So we have many, many people that have come in, usually for other things, and they've reported you know, years later that there was been no repeat on the kidney stones. Now, Dr. Yardley, you also told me about a patient you had who was comatose. And, and this was this... an interesting case, yeah. Her husband had actually driven her comatose up from uh, Portland. For me to examine, and it was very difficult because her head was turned to one side. She had uh, severe spasms in the neck, and to get an X-ray on her, I had to use every ounce of strength I had in my hands to straighten her neck out. And they X-rayed both of us. And uh, anyhow, um, I, I, I remember thinking when I was doing this, "Am I hurting this poor woman?" And a few year, a few months later, when she came back in and and she was no longer comatose, uh, I was able to ask her. I said, "Do you remember? Were you c- uh, conscious enough to be aware of what I was doing at that time?" And she said, "Yes, I was." And so my question to her was, "Was I hurting you?" And she answered, "Not at all," which made me feel a lot better. And and the procedure actually solved this problem, this inflammation problem. I I, I don't know that we can say that was the only thing that helped her, but certainly I think it was part of the picture. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. You can hear from over 100 patients discuss the incredible improvements they've experienced with Dr. Yardley at the Yardley Institute. Health issues like neck and back pain, headaches, sciatica, neuropathy, vertigo, and many others. 
Go to YardleyInstitute.org. Hey, it's Todd Herman for Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., and I'm chatting with Dan, who is a fellow patient. Your wife's on improvement with sciatica, headaches, asthma. You go there just yes. to support your wife. You are off the Xantex, and you're off the Tums. That's incredible. And within just a few months, my doctor took me off of my diabetes medication. Wow. And the pills are gone. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't, don't take anything. What would you say to people about Dr. Lee Yardley um, as a guy who restores the body's ability to heal itself? I have to say that I was skeptical, and I understand that. And so people are probably maybe a little skeptical. But really, what do you got to lose? Yeah. And if there's something out there that can help, and there's so much that we don't know, and the body works in ways that most of us just do not understand at all, and Dr. Yardley does understand ways that the body works, and he can help people because he knows those things. It's not disease care, it's health care. Right. It's been a very positive experience for us. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back. That's Dr. Lee Yardley. We're here. Thank you for joining us here on the show. In just a moment, Dr. Yardley, we're going to talk to one of your patients, Ken, who apparently was facing surgery. Now, you're not going to tell me that your procedure replaces surgery necessarily. No, but but spinal surgery does you know, have a low success rate, and I think that if someone's facing it, they should explore uh, more conservative options first. Well, let's find out what he has to say. We'll talk to Ken here. Ken, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. And Dr. Lee Yardley is here. Hi, Ken. Hi, Dr. Yardley. So, Ken, let's talk about what led you to go see Dr. Yardley. What were you suffering from? What was going on in your life? Um, I had a lot of headaches, a lot of stress and pain in my neck and in my shoulders, and it was very painful, and I was having trouble sleeping, and it was affecting my posture. I was leaning to the left quite a bit. What kind of impact was that having on your day-to-day life, Ken? Uh, it was having a pretty severe impact, um, when socially, the pain was so great that it would shut me down in the evenings, a lot of times around 4 or 5 o'clock, and I would have to go to bed very close to that time. In the past, I did not. I stepped to 10 or 11, and I would just become quiet if we were out socially because pain does captivate your attention. Absolutely, to sure. To a degree. And, and, and you would, you talked to some doctors, I know, um, and what were they saying to you? What needed to be done? Well... What happened, I was suffering this pain from about May or June. I got in contact with Dr. Yardley, and I just started treatments with him when I got blood poisoning. It's called uh, cespis, I think they call it. Okay. Whatever. And I had a very rough time with that. And when I was in the hospital, uh, I got out in about four days. They sent me to a neurosurgeon, and I had to go get an MRI because they saw things in a CAT scan in my neck region, in my upper cervical region. And so I went and saw this doctor and saw the pictures, which weren't very good at all. I could understand what he was saying, and he wanted to uh, remove the backside of my vertebrates, five for sure, maybe six. And I had learned from Dr. Yardley there's only seven of them there. It scared me quite a bit. I was very concerned about it. And uh, so he said, we'll schedule surgery in September. And my comment was, well, can we wait a little bit? And... Um, he said I needed it soon, very soon, and so I said, how about October? And I said, well, could I wait 
to the end of the year, and I was trying to gain time. I know that wasn't the right thing, but it was just so shocking to me, the thought of having those things removed and just what that might do. And he gave me a window of less than a year and probably said three months, maybe six. All right, so you went to see Dr. Yardley. He did the procedure on you. Correct. And and what happened? After I had that adjustment, the great thing was my headaches stopped real soon after that. I mean, they went from being very severe to very little headache at all. Mm -hmm. How about your neck pain and your low back pain? My neck pain and my back pain definitely got better, but it was more gradual. It was not like the headache that went away immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, it uh, it took it took some time, and it's improved substantially. So, where are you today? Are you still looking at surgery? No, I am not. And I have been called twice by the doctor and asked if I wanted to come in if I was scheduling surgery. I told him I was doing much better, and I would like to continue doing that. So tell me about your quality of life today. Well, that's improved. That's improved quite a bit. I was able to start mowing my lawn again and doing some of that stuff and working out in the gym a little bit. And I'm gradually doing that. I don't want to overdo things, but I know I'm getting better. And the idea of not having that surgery is just wonderful feeling. Um, When I found out I was supposed to have that, um, I was able to get in contact with two people that have had that neck pain and that kind of stuff and had the surgery, and one of them is fused, his back and his neck, and if you want to talk to him, he has to turn to face you. And that's, I didn't want that, and he kind of wished he hadn't had it, but he had it, and it's been a while. And the other person is going through, she had much more complications, though. She had an injury, physical injuries, shoulder and neck and everything, but she's in her fifth surgery and wears a neck brace. And... Um, It's just something I'm so glad that Dr. Yardley uh, helped me so I didn't have to go through that. If I hadn't been in contact with him and tried him out and come and seeing him, I would have gone for it because my pain was so strong and my condition and not sleeping and having difficulty at night, it was getting a little bit more to me than I could handle. It was overwhelming. Well, Ken, I want to take a moment to say thank you for uh, coming on with us. It's really a pleasure to talk with you. It sounds like you've had a great experience with Dr. Yardley. I have had a wonderful experiences. Well, Ken, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. You're welcome. Dr. Yardley, I can't think of anything more frightening than, than a doctor saying that they were going to surgically work on my neck, you know, go in there and, and root around. I just don't know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It sounds like in the case of Ken, I mean, he was feeling the same thing, and you made a big change in his life. Absolutely. And he's doing so much better. And it's all with aligning the brain and the body? And facilitating the body's ability to heal itself. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Are you in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non-invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.org. Hey, so George is a fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., and he's dealing with a whole list of health problems prior to seeing Dr. Yardley. He had bounce issues, constant numbness, tingling pain in both feet, serious low back pain. He even had low back surgery, but still in pain. So, George, what happened after you started to see Dr. Yardley? I started going to Dr. Yardley, and uh, just everything changed around I- I tried running, and I thought I'd never run again. So I tried running the other day, and it's it's getting better. You know, it's 
some some might not call it running, but to me yes. it's a lot. Hey, George, running is running. So how's the pain? Is it still there? Yeah, I know the pain. I don't have pain anywhere. That's awesome. Tell me, what's that meant for your quality of life? You know, I have as good a quality as a guy my age uh, can have. I don't know of anybody that has any better. You know, I'm semi-retired. I, I'd say pretty excellent for my age. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. I'm with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Frank, I've got a question for you. Goody. Okay, fire away. Okay, so is health the absence of symptoms? Health, the absence of symptoms. Well, it is possible to be unhealthy without symptoms. That's correct. So I would have to say that no, health is health, and the symptoms may or may not be present for whatever illness you have. So are you suggesting that you can actually have symptoms and be healthy? You can feel like crap, and it's actually healthy. Sure, absolutely. Okay, and you would be right. I mean, based on everything science knows, you cannot define health. As being the absence. All right, let, let's go into this a little bit. Explain what you mean. Okay, let's take Patrick Swayze, diagnosed okay. with not stage one, but stage four pancreatic cancer, February of 2007. Out of nowhere, you're right. Exactly. You go back 90 days, this guy's riding horses, he's making movies, he's buff, he's sexy, and he's terminally ill. So you don't get to stage four without going through stage one, stage two, stage three, and to get to stage four. Right. The problem was he didn't know it. His, he didn't manifest symptoms. That's right. And the bigger problem was that his doctors didn't know it. And right. In fact, he died of the same disease that Michael Landon died of at about the same age 10 years before him hmm. and the same disease that Steve Jobs died of at about the same age. Let's say you and I, Frank, go out and eat dinner. Let's go. say we go out and um, eat Chinese. Okay. Instead of chicken chow mein, let's say we get tomain. Oh, yeah, as in tomain food poisoning? Tomain poisoning. Oh, I hate food poisoning. Isn't it? Uh, a, oh. This poison's going to make it into the lining of your stomach, and right. it's going to be little sensors that determine that this is, these are bad actors. We right. don't want these here. Get these guys out. Brain smart. What does it do? Muscles go into spasm. It's a mad dash for the john. You're up checking <laughs> all the way. It's a... Pad memories. It is. Yes, it is awful. But it's too late. Some of it's already made it past the pyloric sphincter. Right. Doesn't matter. You're, it, in your intestine. Already, yeah, it's acting. Yeah, the brain's smart. It knows. Can't go that way. Got to go this way. Oh, no. Mad dash to the john, and it's the other end, right? Yep. All night long, you're yep. up. If it's not one end, it's the other Worst end. Worst 12 hours of your life. Feel like crap. Yeah, absolutely. Literally. literally. Yeah. So the question is, is this a healthy response? Are you sick or are you healthy? Are you healthy being sick? Is it, what would that be? It's, it's, it's a very healthy response. It is, in fact, saving your life. Okay. So even though you've got symptoms, as you suggested right at the beginning, you can have symptoms right. and be very healthy. This is a, a oh, prime I get example. It. Your body is reacting normally and in a healthy manner to expel the bad stuff. Right. I'm with you. You and I both have daughters. We've had little babies. Yes, we have. What happens when a baby comes down with a fever? What's going on? Body is heating up to kill the bacteria. Okay. And that's a good thought. Or the virus. You, you take a look at it. What's happened is you've got an army of bacterium that's trying to take over that child's body. Right. And if it's successful, it will kill the child. But it's not without defenses. It's got an army of white blood cells fighting. So you've got this war going on. Yep. But the white blood cells have one tremendous ally. It's called the brain. And the brain knows what you and I don't. And that is that that invading bacterium are febrile sensitive. They can't handle a temperature change with a heck. So what happens is the brain starts jacking the temperature up. White right. blood cells are fine. It kills the invading bacterium. Yep. And it looks at it and says, this is pretty good, but there's still a lot of them. So let's try the other end. And it runs the temperature down and it creates a chill. That kills more of them. All night long, the temperature's going up and down, up and down. Right. Does the child feel happy? 
No, it's miserable. But is it a healthy response? Absolutely, it is. Which is why, you know, it's they tell you when you have a small child now, you don't, you don't immediately give the child uh, something to lower the temperature, ibuprofen or aspirin, if the child spikes a low-grade temperature. You just don't do that. Used to. Yes, in the old days. Yes. Well, that's the problem when you're dealing with this. We don't have all the information yet. So what makes you think we've got all the information today? We don't know, do we? Right, no. So that's why inherent to the process that we advocate is the body heals itself and it makes those determinations. Let's talk about osteoporosis. A big jump, but I'll bite. Go ahead. Well, you see, drugs override normal body functions mm-hmm. and, and they create additional health problems. Sure they do. They save lives at times. Yep. In osteoporosis, if you take a look at it, bone has a life cycle. It has cells that create bones. These are called osteoblasts. And it has cells that create uh, break bone down. And these are called osteoclasps. Okay. Both are essential to the life cycle of bone. You create bone, but you've got to get rid of the bone when it gets old and the spongy stuff. Now, all of the osteoporosis medications on the market work one way. They kill the osteoclasts. What's that mean? It means that they've killed the life cycle of the bone. So the osteoblasts continue to keep producing bone, mm-hmm. so the bone gets more dense initially, but now you've got no way of getting rid of the old and bad bone. And so mm. the, the, the actual quality of the bone deteriorates. And in fact, as a direct result of this, there are over 4,000 ladies that have necrosis of the jaw. You see, the jaw is the fastest reproducing bone in the body. Necrosis is death of. So as a direct result of this medication, they've actually killed their jaws. So their jawbone has died. Exactly. So it's just one example of uh, how medication overrides normal body functions. And although medication is essential, we're glad that we have it. Um, it uh, in the treatment of chronic illnesses, there's often better ways to go. So when we talk about the Yardley Institute and what you do, which is restoring the brain and body connection. Yes. How does that relate to the medications that we take to eliminate the symptoms? It's handling the health issues a totally different way. In what way is that? It's tapping into the inherent ability of the body to heal itself. So you're basically helping the body do what it is built to do. Right. Rather than patching it up, you're correcting underlying causes. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not offering a cure to osteoporosis. I do think that there are more natural ways to go at it, other things that can be done, and we certainly guide our practice members in those directions. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Do you suffer from migraines, headaches, neck and back pain, sciatica, joint pain, or neuropathy? These are all health issues Dr. Yardley's patients have seen incredible improvements with. Hear from over 100 patients at YardleyInstitute.org. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. We're back. Thanks for listening to the show. Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., is here with me. Doctor, we're going to talk to one of your patients, Dorothy, in just a minute or so about uh, spinal stenosis, which uh, I guess is becoming a, a more popular diagnosis. Tell us a little bit about it before we get around the line here. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of it around these days. And in fact, this particular patient, Dorothy, didn't come to me for spinal stenosis. She was, in fact, scheduled for the surgery for it. And, wow, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I suggested when she came in that maybe she might want to give it a little time. 
uh, and see how things went. As it turned out, she never did have the surgery, but she'll tell that story. Spinal stenosis is a condition. Stenosis is a closing off of a canal or a hole, and you'll find the spinal cord itself travels down a series of bones with holes in them. And things can happen as people get older where this begins to start causing a calcium buildup. Now, there's a reason that that happens. Um, calcium just doesn't appear for no reason at all. But there's a calcium buildup, and it begins to start closing off those foramen. And so surgery is done to go in and try and clean that calcium out to take away the, uh, you know, the closing off that's occurring with that. Our approach is a little different. Obviously, we don't do surgery, but we true try and explore the underlying biomechanical issues that may be causing that to happen. Well, let's get around the phone here. Sounds good. Dorothy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to have you here. So why don't we begin by having you tell us, what, what were you suffering from when you came to Dr. Yardley? What was your uh, difficulty that you were dealing with? Well, I was dealing with not being able to sleep at night. And what was causing that? Were you in pain, or what was well, happening? No, I just did. I have no idea why. But my daughter heard over the radio that medications could cause this, and Doctor Yardley had a thing about coming to him, so she signed me up for that. Okay, and and you also had some low back pain. Is that right? Right, but see, that wasn't even taken into consideration at the time until we visited with Dr. Yardley, and then it came up that this could help. Well, that's right. Now, you've been diagnosed with spinal stenosis, I think, uh, Dorothy. Exactly. Yeah. I was actually scheduled for an operation. That's right. Well, it was just incidental when I was taking your history that you and your daughter mentioned that in next month you were scheduled for this back surgery. And I think I might have said to you, perhaps you might want to put that off for a month or two and see what happens. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. Kind of frightening to look at back surgery, you know, in any case, and it's not 100% reliable at all, is it? I I have not heard of any back surgery, but I was in such pain, I was willing to try anything. Because mm. my uh, chiropractor finally told me, I can't do any more for you, Dorothy. Well, I'm really oh, glad yeah. you came in. Um, so, <laughs> and you never did get that surgery done, right? No, no. Never did. Well, let's talk about what you did do. You you had the correction, the procedure with Dr. Yardley. What was it? Was it awful? Did he put his hands all over you? Did they wrench oh, you around, no. Dorothy? <laughs> He barely touched my neck, yeah, but, and I thought, oh, boy, this is really going to do something, you know. <laughs> so you were a little skeptical? Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. I couldn't imagine, because I do not understand this process at all, but it works, and that's all I care about. Well, let's talk about it working. How has it changed your life? I mean, are you are you oh, sleeping better? Now, now, you know something? I don't feel that I'm sleeping all that much better, but I can walk up a hill now. I can walk up a steps, the steps without taking one foot and then putting the foot right next to it. I mean, I can last all day on my feet. I mean, and people have noticed that. I mean, uh, you know, gee, Dorothy, since you don't have the pain anymore, you, you're just looking more alive, you know? So that low back pain that you were facing surgery for, that went away? It's away. Yes, it's gone away. And what is it, how has that changed your life? Like I just said, I mean, I can walk up hills now. I never could walk up a hill. Just It just hurt too bad. And I don't limp anymore. I had a limp because it hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't limp anymore. And I just don't have any pain in my back anymore. Well, that, is really that must good. be just amazing. 
I mean, to... Oh, it's a miracle. <laughs> I mean, to think of how much pain I was in, that I was actually going to have surgery. And then that... And that goes away. That's just a, uh-huh. that's an amazing story in and of itself. So would you recommend Dr. Yardley to your friends? Oh, definitely. In fact, my neighbor, they were so impressed that um, because they knew how much pain I was in all the time. They were so impressed that he is going to Dr. Yardley now for restless leg syndrome. Now, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, that really comes from the same area. It's the low back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dorothy, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to chat with us. I, I, your story is one that's that's pretty amazing, really. Yes, it is. It is. I mean, uh, I you got to see all the looks I get when I when I say that. You know that. I mean, when I tell my story. Yes. Yes. Well, look. Thank you so much for coming on. It's it's really great for you to do that. And um, you know, how many people out there are facing surgery that could be helped if they? Uh, oh, you only bet. knew about it. Yeah. All right, Dorothy. Have a great day. You know, I forgot to mention that she had started back on her exercise class again. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It is. No surgery, exercise class. Exactly. Wow. You can learn more about the Yardley Institute and listen to over 50 patients share their remarkable stories. Just go to YardleyInstitute.org. Tune in next Sunday for Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM.